Discussions with a Nobody podcast as recording uh, this. It is September the 14th, 2022. I hope wherever you are, you are doing well. Uh, a beautiful fall day today in uh, in central Pennsylvania. Uh, we have had a long, long, long stretch of hot, humid, and dry weather. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, we finally got some rain. Uh, the weather has turned a little bit cooler this week. Um, I'm not quite ready for full-on fall yet, um, but uh, it it has been nice the past few days to take a step outside uh, to be able to breathe and uh, to not start sweating before your foot hits the pavement. So uh, a, a little early fall is, uh, is, is totally okay in my book. So uh, the discussion we have tonight, a, a uh, third-time guest uh, on the show – Ernest EJ Christian, um, he, we have known each other for um, seven, eight years, something like that. It's been gone gone back quite a while. Uh, we've met through the podcasting world. I've never actually met him in person, uh, but uh, we are discussing our top ten favorite Queen songs. Um, but I just want to touch on a few things before we get to that, real quick. Um, and and I want to I want to. Be up front, like, because uh, I think when uh, we were telling one of our uh, EJ, one of our mutual friends that we were doing this uh, this this discussion, is they were like, "Oh, it's uh, quite appropriate because the the Queen of England just passed away," and we were like, "No, no, 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 we did not. This is not the reason why." Um, we you know we've been planning on this discussion for a while. Um, it just through, through different timing, through different things, we were not, we not able to get it, uh, recorded until tonight. Um, but, uh, yeah, the passing of, of Queen Elizabeth, uh, you know, at the age of 96, uh, last week, um, a, a historical moment in time. And, uh, I, I think I, I think I tweeted out and you can, you can find me at big Jim sports on Twitter, where you can find the, the discussions with nobody show at DWAN pod and facebook.com slash discussions with a nobody. But uh, I, I tweeted out at the time when it happened, I'm like, I, I have been through, at 37 years old, I have been through countless um, historical moments um, uh, over the over the course of, of my life. Some good, some bad, some ugly. Um, and, and, and still to this day, like, I, I don't, I don't know what to do with, with the emotion of them. Uh, you know, I live in the United States. I've lived in Pennsylvania my entire life. I have no connection, uh, to the queen of England, to the monarchy, to, to, but I still find myself, uh, getting caught up in, in, in the news story in the, um, you know, in, in, in all of, all of the, the history and, and watching history unfold, um, that, 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 that the queen's passing, uh, has, has done. And, you know, I, 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 anytime there's a historical moment, I, I do that. Um, and, and it, it, it does, it brings like weird emotions. Like I wasn't like overly sad or depressed, but like, you know, it, it was a sad moment for, um, you know, for a country of people and, and for, for many people, you know, in the U S and worldwide that, that, um, are, are fascinated by the British Royal family and all of that. So, um, you know, I know there's, there's some people that reacted kind of strange, like, you know, well, we're in the U S and you know, 1776 and we broke away from them and blah, blah, blah. Look what I mean, if you want to do that, I, I obviously I can't stop you, but I, I just, I, I don't understand it. Britain's always been an, or has been an ally for us for a long time. And to me, it comes down to like, uh, like basic human decency, like the for me, like uh, I, I just, I don't, I don't get that sentiment. You know, like yes, we live in, I live in the United States, but uh, we live on in the world. We are a global population. Um, so uh, if if something happens to, uh, you know, to to somebody, uh, you know, it's they are still a person. They are still a human being. Um, I, I I don't I don't get the. You know, well, we beat them in seven seventeen seventy six, and that you know, blah, whatever. Um, not not really gonna get into that uh, that here uh, today on this one. Um, you know, and and, and speaking of historical events, uh, this this past Sunday was uh, was the anniversary of September eleventh. Um, twenty one years since since that day. Uh, and and I I had I had posted um that day that. 
you know, every year, no matter what, like I, I, I think about where I was and I, and I reflect on the, the, my thoughts and feelings from that day and the, the fear, the confusion, uh, anger, sadness, um, and, 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 and countless other emotions, uh, that I felt that day. Um, and I, I still feel that way about that day, about the events of that day and the, and the, and the days after, um, I still feel that way, uh, about our current country and our current world. Um, sad, confused, angry. Um, how did we get here? Can we ever get back? Can we ever recover? Um, but you know, it's, there's, there's also complicated, um, there's also complicated feelings because, you know, I, I've, over the years, like if you do more research into how, um, certain groups of people were treated, uh, you know, in New York, in Washington, across the country, across the world, um, after the events of that day, um, how it, you know, it, it was the, the catalyst for, um, uh, a war machine that, that, that still leads on to, to today. Uh, and in some cases on complete false pretenses, um, you know, it's, it's, there's so many complicated feelings for me, um, that, that, that lead, lead from the anniversary of nine 11. But, but I think for me, I, I, I do always reflect, um, you know, on the events of that day, the sadness, the fear, the confusion, um, the people who didn't ask questions and, uh, went into buildings and risked their life. And for, for days, weeks, and months afterwards, uh, were at the, the, um, ground zero and, and, and the other places. And, uh, it, things have cost their lives because, um, of the things that they breathed in and, uh, you know, worked with and moved and, and dusted up, uh, on a daily basis for a very long time, uh, cleaning that up. Uh, and, and, and to this day, they, you know, lives continue to be impacted by, by those, uh, by those events. So, um, just a few thoughts there, uh, from, from, from the, the last couple of weeks that was, um, and, and, and have been, and again, I, 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 uh, the, 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 that I think I'll get into, to more, um, current event related things, uh, on a future discussion, uh, we did it. We had an episode planned for, uh, for, uh, or earlier this month, actually late, uh, in, in August with my friend, Eric, uh, had to, had to reschedule that one, uh, was, was not feeling the, the greatest and, uh, did not, uh, want to put him at any risk. I, I wasn't, it wasn't a, a COVID, uh, I did not have COVID. Um, but there was, uh, like a bit of a COVID scare, um, uh, with me that week. And I didn't want to put him, uh, at any risk. Uh, to have him come into the studio here and and uh, record with me, so we're gonna get that one back on the books. I'm sure we'll touch on current event things. Is something that he and I talk to each other about pretty regularly. Uh, so again, if you uh, just make sure you're following along with us on social media, Facebook.com/slash discussions with the nobody. Twitter is at dwan pod. Um, you will uh, you will get any uh, show announcements. You can also just subscribe to the show. Uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Amazon Music, anywhere you find podcasts, you can get the show. Um, so when we do drop one of these discussions, you're never going to miss it. That's the beauty of subscribing is you will just never miss the show uh, if you are subscribed. So uh, no more jibber jabber on my part. I've been doing it for uh, nine minutes um, and there's plenty of uh, discussion uh, with Ernest E.J. Christian uh, coming up here, our top 10 favorite Queen songs, not the best Queen songs. You'll hear more about that here in a minute. So again, thanks for listening. Uh, if you enjoy the show, share it with a friend, share it with somebody who you think might enjoy it. And uh, I hope you are well and enjoy the show. Discussions with the Nobody podcast, uh, a far, far too, for, I want to say far too familiar voice because that almost makes it sound not, not a good thing. Uh, but, uh, one of our, the recurring voices, uh, on these discussions, Ernest EJ Christian is, is back with us, uh, for this one. Ernest, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. This is my, what, third appearance in this podcast now? I believe, yeah. You're, you were the first two-timer. You're the first three-timer. Um, you know, so you're just, you're just going for the record here, but, uh, 
Um, you were the first. You were the very first one, uh, and we were talking about uh, Metallica's "Saint Anger." Uh, so we're going back to the music world tonight. Uh, a yes. little bit, a little bit different, a little bit different than Metallica. Um, but we're talking about Queen, and and uh, I, I know this is like people are gonna think that we were being intentional with this, with the recent passing of Queen Elizabeth. Uh, no, this this podcast or th- th- this this discussion has been. In the works for a while, um, months, we, months actually. I would say. M- you know, months in the dis- in oddly enough in discussion, um, and then we were supposed to uh, record it a couple weeks ago, uh, but life kind of got in the way. So, um, getting it down now. So, no, this is this is not this is not intentional. We didn't throw this together because the queen <laughs> uh, passed away. Uh, but uh, we're looking at at our, our our top ten queen songs. So, so let's. Let, let's let's get this out of the way here at the start um because a, a lot of people are like probably going to be expecting this to be a list of uh what are the like the top 10 queen hits and how we rank them that that's not what this list is yes um so this list is our 10 personal favorites so like over the years that we've known each other going back what at least five six years now we, well, I don't longer than that. I know you close to like eight or nine, but we gotten tighter in the last couple of years. Yeah. So we've 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 discussed in recent years uh, our love of the band Queen, and and yes. like we'll we'll bring up some deep cuts and things like that, and and that's kind of where the the idea for this episode for this discussion uh, came from. Is is that yeah. you know when you when you're a fan, a huge fan of a band, you tend to like songs that are not your typical radio hits some of your favorite songs because again you're you're digging into those artists more than uh the the average fan like not saying that like the average metallica fan isn't a fan of the band but like you as them being your number one same with me with kiss like you you dig into the catalog as yes from 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 crusted tip as those who who you know listen to, to 3ct uh, right. we'll, we'll recognize that, that phrase. So yeah, that, that's what this is. So, uh, we obviously encourage people to continue listening. Don't get scared away by the fact, uh, that you're not gonna, you're likely not going to hear some of those songs that you've come to know and love with Queen. I'm prob I, I now granted you and I don't know each other's list here either. Um, no, uh-uh. but I, I know for a fact that whether or not you're a diehard Queen fan or you're a casual Queen fan, my list is going to piss off a lot of people because, I, there's a lot of songs that you may think I have on my list, my top ten. And for the record, there are very few songs I don't like from Queen. <laughs> Trust me, I, yeah. I like all. There are like at least ten to twenty, ten to twenty more songs on those lists. I could that make the list that, that could have been considered in this list also too. For the record, and this is a fluid list. This this could change every year <laughs> because depending on the mood. Yeah, it's wild. And it's like as favorite. as I made the list, and then I went away from it, and then I came back to it. I I tweaked I tweaked a few not. I pulled one song out, I put a different one in, and then I tweaked the position of the songs as I was as we were throwing it together as I was right. finalizing the list too. So yeah, it's 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 one of those things that evolved. But yeah, as, as I went through the entire catalog from top to bottom yeah, of Queen, it's right. it, the, and, it is a, it is an incredible list of songs. Right. And, and people who know me personally for years, they know, you know, obviously sports guy, this and that, but politics guy, you name it for wrestling but but my my you can argue my number one passion in the world is probably music i mean i played in the band for many years i played bass i listened to all kinds of music um it's from hip-hop all the way down to you know rock metal you know you name it pop music you know i mean queen is in my my top three for acts of all time so there's certain artists that while there's many bands and artists i do love uh, trust me, there's a lot i do love and i listen to <laughs> there are very few that i've really invested beyond just an average fan sure sure michael jackson my, my, my favorite yeah that'll be number two and then queen number three for me um so so si- since people i'm sure are looking to, to to for the list of like the the best quote unquote the best queen song um what 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 to you to deviate from what from the list we're gonna we're gonna touch on here in a minute like to you what is the best queen song Sitting here today. Now, again, th- this could also change. This is one of those things that could be fluid, maybe. But sitting here, uh, September 14th, 2022, t- we'll time stamp it for when we're recording yeah. this. Well, what's I mean, the best Queen song? I mean, this is easy. To, I mean, look, it's not even a cop-out, really, to be honest with you. Like, if you look at the creativity 
look at this the way the structure of the song was. I mean, it's it's Bebe Rhapsody is their best song. It is. I mean, even, I don't mean to say that because it's like oh the most popular song. It is because of just the elements. It's, I mean, it's of brilliant. It. And 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 what makes it amazing too is the fact that when that song first came out in 1974, that song was panned. No one liked it. Yeah. Didn't like it. No one liked it. So that wasn't that that became a hit. Fifteen years after, right? Freddie was on his deathbed. Yeah, thank you, died. thank you, Mike Myers, thank you, Wayne's thank World. You, thank like, Wayne's World. Like, uh, exactly. You know so, that that really you know catapulted it into uh, into popular culture. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But you look at you look at all the entire discography. You look at into the structure, into the, just the creativity. I mean, that you can't argue against that song. But here's the question: They make my list, though. We'll see. Um, the the only the only other, and it's not only one song. It's like a two song pair. Uh, that 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 I would even make an argue for would be like we will rock you we are the champions yeah mm-hmm. because it's it's because when you when you talk about best I have to take into consideration impact beyond just the musical sphere and when you're talking about we will rock you we are the champions I mean you you can't you can't go to a sporting event you can't watch a a, a you know a championship game a championship series. Um, you know, you can't go, you know, if somebody, Correct. if somebody wins a, a fantasy football title and they're out celebrating with their friends at a bar, you're going to hear we are the champions. So it's, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it goes well beyond just the, the, the realm of music, but I tend to Absolutely. agree with you, uh, on, on Bohemian rap. I will say though, another song too, also, which is actually technically the biggest hit because this is the song that put them for a good two years, the best band, the biggest band in the world. Another one, back, another one back to dust. Yeah, that one's up there, and I think like crazy little thing called love is such a huge song too. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. there's there's definitely some popular ones that that's. But again, that that's not necessarily what this list is about. So, so that's right. pretty much now. Again, I don't know what's on your list. I don't know what's on your. You list. You don't know what's on mine. That's the beauty of it. This is like, the beauty of this. this, is fr- this is you know, with, uh, like I'm going to hear your top ten for the first time. You're going to hear my top ten for the first time. So everybody's going to exactly. experience this together uh, at the same time, and that's the beauty of it. But again. You're gonna hear some different songs, and, and we encourage you. And that's that's also another reason why I'm glad we're doing a list like this, yeah. is is so that people that maybe maybe they they've never heard, because so, because we're gonna we have we have like small clips of each of the songs on our list. So so like I encourage you if you've never listened to any of these songs in full to go seek them out, because to me, you know the these are these are my ten favorite now the ten best again the. the those are those are variable words. Everybody everybody experiences music differently, but I encourage everybody to listen to the ten on my list, and obviously yeah, my, yours as my well. My list may shock, especially if you're a casual Queen fan. My my list may shock a lot of folks. Yeah, I think I think mine Same. might be a little surprising too. Um, but but before we we jump into the list, like how what like how did you get into Queen? Like what what made you find Queen? What made you fall in love with the band? Well, I've always known who they were since I was a child. Um, when he, when Freddie passed away, um, you can remember Freddie Mercury passed away around the same time that Magic Johnson also came out with that he had That's HIV. Right. That's right. The same, literally within three weeks. So the AIDS epidemic, I was already known back in the mid to late '80s. Freddie only confirmed that he had HIV, who had AIDS, the day before he passed away. Yeah. Okay. Magic Johnson came out, who's my favorite album of all time for the record, came out two weeks before that, saying he had HIV, he had retired from the Lakers. So that was the first time I actually knew who Freddie Mercury was. And then Queen, I mean, some of the songs you started hearing, you know, as a kid, great music, but I never invested heavy into, into the band, really, until I got older. Um, I think the first time I really, really became a hardcore fan. Like, I, I always loved Queen, even as a kid, even a young adult. But what got me into, into Queen was probably in 2007, where my wife and I were having a big... My wife and I, you know, we... This is why I love her so much. One of the things that we are passionate about is music, her and I both. And not just like some of the music today, but even years back. And, you know, she's, even though she's seven years younger than me, she actually knows her shit. <laughs> and I wasn't impressed by that. And we were having a discussion. And I think you, her and I, we weren't even married yet. Um, we were just, just dating about a year in. And we were having a discussion about greatest, greatest vocalist of all time. And I, I remember saying, you know, at the time, Steve Perry was probably still, in my mind at the time, from, from Journey. Um, the greatest vocals I've ever heard, you know, uh, you know, and then she kept saying, "No, it's Freddie Mercury. It's Freddie Mercury." Now, remi- mind you, I knew all of Queen's mainstream stuff, so obviously, and I say, "Yeah, Freddie's up there. Freddie's definitely in the top five, whatever you want to call it." 
but I never dived into Freddie Mercury, the Queen, and slash Mercury discography until that time. And then I remember diving into like just like the deep cuts. Some of them, some of those cuts are actually that changed my mind on that on that my opinion on that or on my list actually. And it was, was then I was like, oh wait a minute, never mind. I mean, I mean, I mean we're wrong. Steve Perry is fantastic. Okay, oh, yeah, top I mean, no, three to no, all time in my opinion. Yeah, no denial. Freddie, but. but Freddie was the. It was at that point where I said, "Yeah, it's Freddie, and it's, it's Freddie with a bullet." Um, so that's when I really became diehard. Two thousand seven, when I became a diehard Queen fan. Yeah, for me, I mean, I think I was seventh grade, eighth grade. Uh, I would, I would, like my brother and I would listen to music a lot. We we, we started to uh, use our allowance to buy CDs and 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 whatnot more than, um, you know, more than we did before, and and. Um, yeah, I remember he was he was really big into Queen, and he had the two. It was the the greatest hits and classic Queen, the purple disc and the blue disc. Um, so I started listening to him, and and I remember the purple disc had a lot more of your, um, your your typical Queen hits. A crazy little thing called Love is on there. We'll rock you. We're the champions. Ultimate collection, right? The What's ultimate it? collection. Queen. Uh, ultimate well, collection. it's now become the ultimate collection. They paired okay. it with the third okay. disc, but yeah, it's it's okay. th- there was a purple disc which was uh greatest hits and then then classic queen um and then yeah like crazy little thing called love was on the purple disc but i started digging in like i started listening and and to me it's like one of my favorite like greatest hits albums like compilations for any band is 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 classic queen and there's you know there there's there's a lot of greats i don't want to i don't want to even like start listing off some of the songs because there's there's some that are on my list but like to me that that's that's the one i started digging into more because there was a lot of different there's different musical type tracks on there, and 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 I was like, I, I started to because I started playing drums then in, when I was in eighth grade, um, so like I I started digging into them a little bit more, and like it kind of fell away from them a little bit. Like once I got into college, like I, I just didn't, I didn't spend a lot of <laughs> typical college student didn't spend a lot of time digging into the musical catalog. I'll leave it at that. Um, but then like, oh, I got out of college and, and, uh, you know, I, I started falling in love with, with, with music and more bands and, and I started digging back into queen a bit more and, and I got a record player and I would start just go to flea markets and yard sales and record stores and I would start buying and I, and I got like, I got the, uh, the first queen album just called queen and I bought, bought sheer heart attack and I bought news of the world. And, um, and, and to me, listening to some of these older, uh, not just with queen, but like, Kiss. I have I have most of Kiss's albums on vinyl. I have all of them on CD. Um, but to me, like an older older band like that, like listening to the music like on 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 vinyl, it just like I'm a nerd, man. It hits different. It hits different. I'm so like like too. listen to those top to bottom. You 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 just you put the record on. It goes to the end. You flip it over. You finish the album. Like that. That's how you're supposed to experience these. And with some of these Queen albums. United the Opera, News of the World, like these things were designed to listen to from start to finish. Like they tell a story from top to bottom. So, um, yeah, I just started digging into it, and 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 the longer I've gone on, like Kiss, to me, still my number one band. They've been my number one band for over twenty years. Um, but oh man, like Queen is Queen number two for you. Queen, Queen's two? got Queen's number two, man. Like, like it, same me. So like the bands, like Metallica's number one for me. Yeah, obviously, but then. It's Queen after that. Yeah, and they're it, like they're just they're right up there. And then I like, you know, and I, it's not it's not like I sit there and I listen to Queen every day. Like I, I don't like like I don't listen to any music every day. I listen to a lot of podcasts and radio. Um, but every so often, man, like I'll just I'm all right, I'm gonna listen to Queen this week. And just my God, every time I listen to this band, it just continues I, to blow me away. I will say too, also in addition to Queen being just a fantastic band across the board, you know, all four guys, you know, Brian and. And John and, and and Roger and Freddie, you know Freddie Mercury, you know obviously being the domineering personality of the group, obviously you know he he's a fascinating individual. He's such a he's he's so interesting. His life story is interesting, you know. Learning about just his life and how he went through life, and then you know you watch these documentaries. Some of, some of them are obviously tabloidish. Some of them are, are, are real, maybe. But you know, but this Freddie Mercury as a, as a human being was always fascinating to me. Oh, you know? yeah. and that's what I think that's what kept me in. Also, too, on top of that, that this guy going through all the stuff he's gone through and just a fantastic uh, artist in general. You know what I'm saying? So that that, that I, I think that also um, kept me kept me in as well too. Also, it also didn't hurt too that um, 
Metallica before the release of Black Album, before this, they actually won a Grammy for this. They actually covered Stone Cold Crazy. Um, yeah. And yeah. Um, that was one of the first, again, early days, you know, in my teen years, um, that it's like, oh, Queen, this, this, this band's badass. Uh, I, I can hear the original now. Because I, I heard the Metallica version first before I heard the, heard the original. Yeah, and 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 that's the funny thing too is is and um once we get towards the end of our list, I, I want to pull up. But a friend of mine that I went to high school with, my friend Bill, he um you know because I I put this out on the discussions with a nobody, uh Facebook page, Twitter page. So Twitter's at DWA and Pod. Facebook is at discussions with a nobody. So like, if you haven't picked up on it yet, like when when we're gonna record a discussion, like a couple days beforehand. You might see something pop up on that page that has to do with the episode. So uh, it has to do with the discussion. But my friend Bill brought up, uh, he brought up Fat, Fat Bottom Girls, but he also brought up Stone Cold Crazy. And then we, then we talked about the um, the, the Metallica cover. My, uh, my friend Chris, he said Fat Bottom Girls or Love of My Life. Um, Jeff, uh, well, and I'll, I'll stop there. I'll stop there because I don't, I don't even necessarily want to hit um, hit some of the ones that are on our list. Uh, yeah. On these ones, but uh, yeah, my friend Bill uh, brought up Stone Cold Crazy, but but I will get to those um, to those responses here uh, later on the show. I'll try to remember to uh, to hit those so I don't I don't leave those out. But thank you to everybody who uh, interacted with the post. So um, yeah, let's let's get let's get into the list. So what like I think it's probably going to be best to just when we when we go to number ten, we'll play the clip and then and then uh, you can talk about why. Uh, you put it on there, uh, so you don't even you don't even get to 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 l tell me what the song is until we hear the clip. But uh, obviously, once once the clip is played, then uh, then then let us know what the song title is. In case there are people who have never heard the song before, yeah. and then that's yeah. the beauty of this whole thing. So <laughs> EJ, we'll we'll start wait. we'll start with yours. This is this is your number ten. Dragon Attack. Yo, okay. man, that's that. I was like, it was on the tip of my tongue, and I was like, what is this song? But yeah, I knew I heard it. So why Dragon Attack? The the groove, the groove. And I was your basis, right? Yes, I am. By trade, got it. Yeah, but the groove, and then Freddie just sliding into the vocals, and it just has a nice vibe to it. It's just chill, but then it gets a little heavy at times, and then it goes, you know. And they have a little part in the middle where I love to also they start chanting and stuff. But the songs that's so grew to it, man. You know, so you know, like I said, again, they, 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 they're like twenty other songs that come in my top ten, but this one to me always felt like a top ten song to me. For sure. All right, here is uh, here is my number ten. Oh, that voice so dude it's so good like i literally have chills um so if you know me you know like i love christmas music like i will start playing christmas music early in november like uh if i'm too. in the car by myself if i'm listening to it uh like in my headphones or something while i'm working like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like force anybody else to listen to it but like i'm gonna bring that into my life early um and and a couple like a couple of years ago like i heard this i heard queen's thank god it's christmas for the first and i was like wait what <laughs> um i was like blown away that queen has a christmas song um and yeah like it is it is on like a a, a playlist that i have on my phone that that i will i will bust out and listen to uh to every year i just love it it's cool um and it's a simple hey, message thank god it's christmas mm -hmm. all right here's ej here's your number nine number nine One vision from the uh, it's a kind of magic, a, a kind of magic uh, album. Um, not only do I love this version, obviously the video is also pretty cool. Also, too, Freddie gets really you know corny in there, of course. But I love the live version from the Magic concert in '86 from Wembley Stadium. Oh, yeah, and that was uh, that was their last full tour. Yes, because Freddie after that, yeah, they, found, out he got, he he found, he found out he so, was yeah. sick. So yeah, but yeah, but great song, a great video, like I said. And then the song goes, fried chicken, 
Yeah, a great, great ending. Great yes. ending to this song. Yes. Uh, here's my number nine. Same album. Yeah, same album. Um this this was one of the songs on that uh that classic Queen album, the mm-hmm. the compilation album. And you know, when like when you think of Queen, you think of, you know, we will rock you, we're the champions, crazy little thing called love. And then you get this just powerful orchestral like masterpiece. Uh Freddie's voice, powerful as hell. Um and man, like it, it's what you, you like it's one of those songs, like you know, if 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 you're going like for me, like if I'm going through like a down down period mentally, if I'm feeling down, like I like I will I will seek out certain songs like just that that are on like a low mood, and this is one of those songs I always go to, and and it, it just it's it's a powerful song, man, and I love it. Yeah, it's a fan. This actually got some consideration too for me. Yeah, on the top ten as well. All right, here EJ is your number eight. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, give you a clue right now. This might be the most popular song of the top ten that's on my list. Probably. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, this is probably the most mainstream song of all the ten songs right now. Um, funny story about a song, crazy little thing called love. When I first heard this song, I thought it was Elvis singing it. <laughs> I mean, I can believe that. I can believe it, it has that feel guitar, to it. Yeah. it. You know, and and if you don't know, yeah, right. it does. It does kind of have that vibe. And I'm like, somebody's like, no, this is Queen. I'm like. What? This is Freddie Mercury? This is Queen? Goes, right. Yeah. Wow. That's the and beauty. that's why and and that's what so much like him again. One of the moments like, yeah, this guy could fucking sing. This guy is a badass, dude. The fact that you think it's Elvis singing the song, no, it's it's Freddie Mercury. Yeah, and that I mean that's that's one of the beauties. And and as we'll go through the rest of your list, I'm sure the rest of mine. Um, there's so much variety with this band. Like it, it's yeah, absolutely. Uh, here's my number eight. There's only one. I mean, like when I when I hit yours and not, I was like, okay. Uh, so that's what I'm curious to see too. If you know, so there's one, there's one out of ten that we have matched up, yeah, uh, with each other. It's just, it's just a, it's such a great song. And I mean, the opening riff and like you said that the live version. And I probably should should have made mine the live version. All of mine, I pulled the studio ones. I but. thought about that. Actually. I actually thought about also using the live version of a crazy little thing called Love from the Rock Montreal concert in 1980. Yes, I love that. Version yes, that, that one is so good. I thought about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a fun song. It's a powerful song. It just slaps, man. It just slaps. There's no other way to put it. All right, EJ, here's your seven. Uh, these are days of our lives, um, off innuendo, um, I've heard Queen album. Uh, this is obviously the if you're if you're a Queen diehard, you know this is obviously the swan song for Freddie. Um, this is the last video he appeared on before he passed away. Um, this song is pretty much tied to his death because mm-hmm. you know the, the lyrics and all that. Very obviously very somber song, but you know you can hear the just the beauty in his voice. Like even though his, his voice in this album mostly is like you can see obviously it's not, as powerful, not, not, not as, as powerful as before, yeah. but it's still beautiful as hell. And you hear it in this song pretty too. Like this, the the soul still there, you know. This song has made me cry a couple times. Actually, I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, me so, multiple times, and I'm not afraid yeah. to admit that. Uh, yeah. This my second favorite Queen album. Okay, I'll, 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 your, I'll, your, well, okay. I one of uh, a couple of mm-hmm. the songs uh, on my on my I, list. I have a feeling that your favorite one is my second favorite one. Okay, all right, we we, we will see. There. We will see. But uh, this is my number seven. So this is thirty nine. It's off of yeah. uh, off a of night at the opera. This my favorite album. 
my second favorite album. There we go. So that's right. <laughs> Gotta love that. Yeah. I mean, and and when when you talk about Queen albums, you know, this is one that from top to bottom. I mean, it it tells a story. It is a night at the opera, and and it and it goes through all the different phases. But but this song, um, it just it just has this just just this really interesting vibe and story it behind does. it. Um, when I saw them live with uh, actually with Paul Rogers, um, they they performed this and and like an interesting little story behind the song. But um, yeah, it's just it's just another one of those Queen songs that has a completely different feel. That if you heard it in passing, probably wouldn't even know it's Queen. This is a Brian May special. Actually. Yeah, while Freddie's on the song, this is Brian May's song. This is Brian May's time to shine. I'm the guitar player. Um, this song was also a finalist for uh, top ten. For me. Very nice. All right, let's yeah. go to your number six, EJ. All right. Tear it up from the Works album, 1984. That's it's not um, another the vibe. awesome one. A vibe, dude. It's just the vibe, man. Um. Freddie gets all you know, you know Freddie in the verses, and then and it picks up. I, I love, I love the vocal, I love the uh, the chorus. It's it's amazing. Uh, yeah, great song. Yeah, another deep cut. Another yeah, deep cut. absolutely, absolutely a strong deep cut here. Uh, here's my number six. But I look, but I find. I always pr- cried this part. Yeah, because this, the, I mean, this was the last, the last time video saw image you saw him. He had his head down, looks up, because in the song, it like whispers, I love you. He does it in the video, and that that's, and and, and, and they even, they've even talked about it, like in documentaries I've seen about the making of, of the album, the making of the video, and, and that, that was, that was really the, the purpose behind that, is that's, that's him, he knows, you know. And, and if you you see the making of the video, you've seen making the th- behind the scenes of making the album. They all knew at that point. Yeah. Um. So to him, he know he knows he's he's not long for this world anymore, and that's that's his way of of thanking the 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 people, saying goodbye to the people, and and yeah, it's a uh, it's in black and white. It's a it's just a powerful mm-hmm. song, powerful moment. Uh, with that, it, it's in black and white because they wanted to make him look as healthy as possible. He obviously, yeah. if you see the video. He looks very gaunt, mm-hmm. um, very thin. Yeah. This video, this video came out in May of '91, and he passed away in November '91. So that tells you how close we were to uh, his passing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, EJ, you're number five. So what's going on? He said it. <laughs> um, and this is the song that, when he passed, kind of felt like the first song. Uh, you know, it's on the same album for the record, but uh, when he passed, the, the, this is like the first song that we really kind of see, okay, post Freddie, if you want to call it, in his life. Um, fantastic song. Kind of like an anthem. Love the video. Um, yeah. It speaks for itself, really, to be honest with you. And as you see, Queen has continued to move on without Freddie, you know, Paul Rogers and Adam Lambert and all that. Um, I mean, like I said, you may have people may have opinions about that. Obviously, you can't replace Freddie, but I, I I thought the guys that who they replaced him, not replaced him, but you know, what I mean, Paul Rogers and, and yeah, that that if the, the guys who have performed with Queen, because that's the thing. Like I like I said, I saw him, I saw Queen, and that was that's the thing too. Is it was never Queen. It was Queen plus Paul Rogers, Queen plus Adam Lambert. Like they've never because the Queen part of it. Is Brian May and Roger Taylor? Uh, John Deacon is retired from the business and and really kind of become a really kind of escaped all public life. Yeah, I you mean, can't find him. I saw an article about, uh, a couple of years ago where he was like, "You can't find him anywhere." Mm-mm. And like even Brian and Roger said they we don't. No, he he. I mean he he. I think I think he even, if memory serves, he kind of like signed his his like stake in the band away. Like he's. He's like just done, and and um, you know, it it is what it is. I would I would. There's part of me that would love like if 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 Roger and and Brian go, you know, hey, we're gonna do like one final show at Wembley. Like if they could get him out to even just do another one bites of dust because that was his song. Um, but but I I highly doubt it. I think he you know so. But like the Queen part is is as those guys plus the singer, and and for me like 
I saw I saw the show and it's Queen songs, but you also see like Bad Company songs. You see Free songs. You see Paul Rogers songs. That's cool. So, so it was it was a cool night, man. And Paul Rogers is a great singer. Like I have the the Queen plus Adam Lambert live album they released last year. Adam Lambert's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So like. Yeah, the legacy of the band like lives on. I have no problem with it. The thing I've always said to people is simply like, you know, if you don't, if you're not a, if you're not a fan of of Queen Plus, just don't listen to Queen Plus. You know, like, right. you, like there's plenty of great Queen songs uh, that that you can go back and listen well, to. The appetite. So, um, uh, John Deacon left the band six years after Freddie passed away. Um, he was he was against the, the band doing anything extra without Freddie. Took, yeah, yeah, I know we, he he was him we, and Freddie were were very close. From, from yeah, from what I understand, he took his passing the hardest. Yeah, in the band. So, yeah. Speaking of uh, John Deacon, my next song number four is actually written by him as well. All right, well we we'll get to that. We got to get to my number five here. Oh, sorry about that. First, yeah, no problem. Uh, this is my number five. Um, this song's like two minutes, 12 seconds long. Stone Cold Crazy off of a sheer heart attack. This is, and here's the deal. I'm sure I heard we will rock you or we're the champions. Um, maybe even crazy little thing called love. This is the first queen song that I remember like falling in love with because it was, it was just freaking cool, man. Um, like it, it really was like, I remember hearing it. It was one of my brother's favorite songs. Um, it was on that, that, that classic queen compilation and man like it was just this this song is just cool (laughs) like uh, it was like i said it was the first one i fell in love with always been one of my favorites um i love the metallica cover too yeah as i said top of the show this song i heard the metallica version first (laughs) like said way back um they won a grammy for that in fact (laughs) that's how good it was uh hearing also at the queen tribute concert freddie tribute concert in 1992 after he passed away James Hetfield played sang the song with the Queen members. Okay, um, no, I don't think I realized at, at the that. Concert, at the concert, at the close of the show, yeah. Um, Metallica, played, oh, Metallica opened the show, and then at the end of the show, he came out with the with the, the members playing the song. Nice, nice. So, uh, all right, your number four. John Deacon wrote this song. Um, obviously, all the poppier stuff, John Deacon is the one that wrote. Yeah, it. yeah. Anything that's poppier and very soft, that's John Deacon's hand on that. Um, my wife calls me a cornball for loving the song as much as I do. <laughs> I play I, I a song a lot. Um, obviously, it's my top five, it's my top four actually. So, no, but I love this song as much as 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 corny it is. You know. It, the video is I mean, corny too. It's a great message, man. But like, it's a fucking great song, man. It's a great song. Great like, song, great cool. message. Like, there's nothing wrong. Like, yeah, you know, it's it's yeah. good stuff. I love this song, man. It's top four, definitely. All right, here is my number four. Uh, tie your mother down day of the races uh like there's it hits on so many different levels for me like it's got like a swing feel to it you could hear it kind of in that in the beat there uh leading into like that little chorus part um i mean freddie's voice just like at the end of that clip man is just because you know this is this is earlier in their in their catalog a bit and, and like just i mean he's he's just so good the band is so good like it just um, I think when I when I saw them live uh, with 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 Paul Rogers, uh, this was the first Queen Queen song that they played, um, and yeah, it just you, so the first time I'm ever seeing them live. And again, this is this is post this is post Freddie, of course. Um, and and if I like, I've always said if I could time travel and see one band in history in their prime, it would be Queen. Like I because I like even though Kiss Easily. is my even though Kiss is my favorite band. Like I've seen Kiss, 
I've seen Kiss ten times. You know, like how much different yeah. is seeing Kiss in their prime going to be right. versus now? Yeah, maybe it's a little faster. Maybe it's a little more raw. Whatever. But like for the opportunity to see Queen with Freddie, yeah, no I way. Mean, there's no I'm debate. Blessed. And I'm blessed. I've my three my my three of my favorite acts. I've seen two of them already live before. Yeah, you know, I've seen Michael once before. I saw Metallica many times already. So yeah, easily Queen will be the one I wanted to see the most in hindsight. But it's like you know the 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 first Queen song that I ever saw live was was this. Even again, even though Paul Rogers sing, but my gosh, it's a, it's it, sure it's special that, to man. me because of it. I'm sure he kicked ass. Oh, so good. Uh, all right, here's your number three, EJ. It's in a shock you. So are you people. Freddie Goes Gospel. Freddie Goes Gospel. This is a song that told me, yeah, you're the greatest vocals of all time. This song. Man, yeah, that I did not expect that song on the list. I didn't expect it that high. But uh, dude, I mean, hard to argue with it. Again, when you're when you're when you're featuring the greatest vocalist, because uh, I agree. I like there's there's nobody there's nobody like Freddie. Um yeah. it's you can't can't argue with it. Yeah, he's <laughs> this song's like, whoa, we're in a church. And I'm 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 raising a church, so hearing <laughs> this is like, whoa. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. I surrender. You are the greatest woman of all time. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Seriously. All right. Here is my number three. But now you can kiss my ass goodbye. So this is one of the the first tracks off of Night of the Opera, Death on Two Legs. Um, admittedly, the first time I heard this, the the first time I heard this album, the first time I heard this song, I think I was in like ninth or tenth grade. So like hearing Queen say the ass word, uh, like you know, admittedly, like it was such a childish, dumb reason why I like I fell in love with this song. Um, but it's the same reason why I fell in love with the song Rodeo by Garth Brooks, because he said the word damn in it. Like when you're a kid, you, <laughs> you know, like you hear, like you hear like what's supposed to be a bad word and it just like pings different because like if I'm singing along with the song and I say the ass word, my mom gets mad. I'm like, I'm just singing the song, ma, I'm just singing the song. Um, but like it's, it's, it's my favorite queen album and like it just, from it goes from this and then it goes into lazing on a Sunday afternoon and then it goes into love with my car. Like the journey that that album yeah. takes you on is is incredible it is so incredible um so it's it's th- this starts it off like and it's 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 weird it's heavy it's musical it's dark in a way like it's just it's cool it's cool i've always loved it i'm with you man i love that song too all right we are at our top 2 ej we'll go to you your number 2 queen song favorite queen song ever The title track for his last album, Innuendo. Um, this song is grossly underrated because a lot of the elements of this song remind me of Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, okay, they yeah. Expansion, they have the little expansion tour in the middle, the little nice different middle, and it goes back to another part again and all that. But this song is this, uh, the lyrics um, grab me, the vocals get me, Knowing what where he was in his life at this point, again, this is my favorite album for that reason. You know, it 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 just stands out to me. I, I mean, this song is this, I, I, because of the structure of the song, and I said, comparison to Bohemian me Rhapsody. You know, it's why I think it's so underrated, and I play the song a lot. So. Yeah, it's uh, you know, talk about the journey of Night of the Opera. Uh, Innuendo takes you on a journey. Yes. As well. Uh and, yes. and you like I've 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 encouraged multiple friends of mine that I know are big Queen fans. I'm like, have you ever listened to Innuendo top to bottom? They're like, No, do it. I'm telling yeah, do you. The order. I'm do telling the order. you, Don't do it. Me. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you know, because like there's like there if you are a big enough Queen fan, there's definitely songs on the album that you have heard. Um, but hearing it as part of the journey, top to bottom of that album, uh, I always encourage that 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 one, uh, and like I said, for sure, Night at the Opera top to bottom 
listen to it the way it was put together because like you know i think this is a band that was mindful when putting albums together of course all right here is my number two I mean, uh, the first time I heard this, like, I didn't even know the whole story. I didn't know the story behind the album. I didn't know the story behind, obviously, his illness and, and, and then his his passing. Um, but, like, it's a, it is a powerful, uh, haunting song um, that... Like the like the message is is great in and of itself, and and that that really is is it, it, again very mindful. That that innuendo album is a very mindful album, um, and and you know this song, a, a message to the band, talking about the 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 Freddie tribute concert. The uh, Elton John yep. did this with them, a fantastic version right. of this song. I think uh, the greatest hits three that came out that's now part of like that ultimate collection. Uh, they have the the Elton John version of this on there. Like I said, yeah. fantastic. I love the fact that we have the you know we have the same songs on the list. Mm-hmm. We played different parts of the songs. Yeah, yeah, I know because like when John. when when I hit a couple of yours, obviously that that were that preceded mine and whatnot. I was like, I was like, it's it's great that like we pick the same songs, not knowing, and then with different parts. Obviously, of course, not of course knowing preferred, either. No, I've heard parts of the song. In other words, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. EJ, this is your number one, number one favorite Queen song. Here we are, we're the princes of the universe. Here we belong, for survival. We've got to be the rulers of your world. I fucking love this video, first off. It's, okay? it's and great. Watch, and, and that's almost a movie, Highlander. But the, the, the video with them and, and on this part and the scene Freddy going fucking ape shit, uh, it, it, to me, it makes the song even better. <laughs> Just to watch the visual of it, too. Um, I don't know, dude. Is this one of those songs? I, 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 it's funny. This wasn't always my favorite song until like maybe the last couple of years. And then recently, it's like, I, last couple of years, I, I played a song. I, I take my kid to school, for example. We'll play it all the time. He'll ask, uh, hey, Dad, play Princess Universe. Princess Universe. Nice. So I play all the time. And the next thing you know, he's favorite song. The, the song's incredible, dude. It's heavy. It has all the elements I like in it. You know, the, the solo in the middle with Brian. Fucking amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a cool one. It's it's one. Um, it's somehow I don't even have it. Like, And we'll, we'll talk about some of the songs that, that didn't quite uh yeah. didn't quite make the cut either but uh this one somehow i miss like i've always loved this song but somehow i don't even have this uh in my uh in my near cuts but it's 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 one that uh one that i've always loved Absolutely. it's actually funny that the first three songs on my list four songs really were easy for me easy yeah, as in the top easy. four top four yes okay yeah for me and we'll we'll get to my number one here in a second for me uh the top three definitely Definitely were easy. Stone Cold Crazy being in the top five. Yeah, so I'd say probably my top five were, were easy, mm-hmm. locked in, and then six, seven, eight were on were definitely on the list, and it was a matter of where they got placed. Nine and ten, they got tweaked around a bit. Um right. and there was there was one that got cut off the list. Um because initially I had, thank God it's Christmas at nine. Oh really? And okay. who wants to live forever at ten? Uh, and then as I was looking back over the list, I'm like, no, that's not right. And I, so I flipped them, but I initially didn't even have Who Wants to Live Forever on. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about uh, some of the songs that, that, that just missed the list uh, here in a second, but this is my number one. You you want to talk about Queen songs that that can bring it that can make you cry? Radio Gaga off really? the works, uh, yeah. And I like it's it's such it's weird. Like I don't I don't even necessarily know what it is. I don't know if it's just the uh, like the tone <laughs> the tone and the key of the of the music. Um, it's and, haunting in some ways, but, but yeah, it's it, it, it's haunting. It's it's nostalgic. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's, you know, and, and maybe, and maybe that's kind of what it is. Like, I, I mean, anybody that's listened to this podcast, if you know me, you know, I am a nostalgic person. You know, I look, I look back over things, um, a lot, uh, sometimes to a fault. Um, yeah. so, so maybe that, that's part of it too. Is it, is it something that it, you know, in the, the message of the song is it, it was like the only, the only thing that got him through at certain times. And, you know, in some ways, you know, like music helped me get through a lot of things yeah. uh, over the course of my life. So, you know, maybe maybe that's that's really the, the, the kind of lock there that that it's it ties into the nostalgic part of me. But like, you know, and then when you think about some of the live versions and like, uh, you know, the crowd and, and like, you know, like, like those moments, like when you're you're in a crowd like that, um, you know, it, it, it I makes think a, I think a live special. aid performance. Yeah, they open like they open they open their set with that song. Yes, yeah, the and, Live um, Aid version of this song and is ready. Is, you know, do the middle part. Radio Gaga, Radio. Blue. Yeah, and you know, and, and the crowd with them follow him clapping. And and, and what's and maybe maybe that's part of it too is because if you, you think about it, you know that was that was right during or right before the the kind of Magic tour. Like they came they, back together. Yeah, you know they that that was. That was their like that was the the height of it because this is something uh, Tim from Three CT like one thing like him and his buddies like and, and it's a vernacular that I use now sometimes is height of height of their powers. Queen was at the the, the top of the world um, at at at, so? at Live Aid. I think that was that was their finest. You know that that forty minute set at Live Aid I think is their their finest hour. So it's weird because like. Around that time is when Freddie said, "I'm not touring USA anymore" because they were giving they they got a lot of shit for the Works album and the I want to break free video. Mm-hmm. You know, he was dressed in drag and all that. I've always viewed like people always said that Queen's peak in terms of like popularity worldwide was like 1980 with the uh, the game. But yeah. I argue that their live sets was the best in '84. And and maybe it's maybe it's the hindsight because I you know I was I was one year old when <laughs> when Live Aid happened. Yeah. So <laughs> so you know it's not like I I went through it, but like I think when you when you can look back on what happened with the band and you know not long after this they they stopped touring and then obviously you know five years after this the, the you know this uh, Live Aid which was such a such a, a, a fantastic performance by them. Um, you know, Freddie's no longer with us. So I think maybe in, in hindsight, it, it, it appears to be their finest hour because they were really at their best. And, and, you know, I know like it's a hard thing with, with any like movie, uh, based on a true story is, is you have to like, they, they obviously play up, um, play up different things for, dr- for drama. I don't, I don't know. Uh, cause they've never, I don't think the, the, the band has ever really said when they knew, that he was sick uh, in the movie. It was around the time of Live Aid, so so maybe maybe that's maybe that was part of it as well. Is is right. they they knew that their touring career was was nearing its end, so they were going out and and putting out their best work. Well, I, I, yeah, we hear that, but uh, the report, the, the, what we've known for years, though, not from the movie, but is that he didn't even know until eight nineteen eighty seven after he stopped touring. Okay. Um, he's he's what the what his boyfriend said at the time was that uh he he didn't find out until Easter eighty seven that he okay. had the disease. So yeah, and, and you know, so maybe again, it's it's a it's a it's a hindsight thing that that we just right, look at. Course. Uh, you know, that they, they, they were they ended up being near the end, and and, and but, the, but the movie didn't go past eighty past Live Aid. Yeah, yeah, like it, it ended thing. it ended there at Live Aid, which you know, again. W- the, there's there's not uh, there's not unfor- there's not a good story to tell after that moment unfortunately yeah and it sucks though too because like you know you, you still have three more albums you have magic album you still have another solo album from freddie from freddie he did the, the stuff with the um montserrat uh cabier mm-hmm. uh, in 87 barcelona and all that you have the scandal uh the, the miracle album mm-hmm. 89 and then you have of course in the window yeah, and then so of course, course they released they released yeah. Made in Heaven um after he passed away. After yeah. he passed away, yeah. Uh and, and apparently there's 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 still unreleased works that I know uh as of even a couple of years ago, I remember there was there was talks that the band were gonna release them. They haven't done that yet, but uh I guess there's there's always still time to do it while while Brian and, and Roger are still with us. So mm-hmm. um so time will tell on that. Uh so there's our top ten again. Um for for those that uh, that that uh, have made it this far, again, we we encourage 
uh, you to uh, to seek those out. But but EJ, what are uh, a, a couple of the songs that that just missed uh, the cut on your list? Right, real quick though, before I get to that, I just noticed on my list though, not one song, not one of these songs go before 1980. Oh, yeah, like, nothing from Sheer, nothing from Jazz, nothing from the first three Queens, nothing from well, Opera. I got one Opera, right? Did I? Yeah. Yeah, you had uh, one. From... No, 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 I had one Opera. Which one? No, uh, I don't. No, I don't. you didn't. I do not. No, which is, which is shocking because I love the opera. Um, but yes, yeah, so, it's shocking. Uh, I, I, so, I for some reason love the later work a lot. <laughs> I, for, it's for some reason. Well, I think I think I think once you started getting a little bit later, uh, they were able to have more control over what they were doing. Right. Uh, so right. they were able to do more. Uh, you know, some more more musically different things than they were able to do early on. Right. Um, a couple of songs. Okay, so on my list here that I, I gather up, and I believe there's probably even another 10 more here. I, 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 haven't I have over now. 10 more. <laughs> didn't right, make my but list. Like, I'm Going Slightly Mad is on my list. Was on the finalist list. That's on Innuendo as well. Too. Yep, I had that one. Uh, Killer Queen was actually on the uh, finalist as well, too. Okay. Scandal on the Miracle album was, was actually a finalist. Another deep cut. Oh, wow. Okay. Um. Uh, let me see here. Get Down, Make Love. I had that on mine. That was a finalist. Fantastic uh, three, song. I, I said earlier, 39 was a finalist well, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Invisible Man, also on the Miracle Album, was, also, was a finalist as well. Um, that's all I have written down here so far. But I have a, it's a couple more I, I, I know I considered, you know, weeks back, you know, that would have made the list. But, you know, came down to these then. Yeah, um, I mean, "Lazing on a Sunday Afternoon" um, is is another great track. I like. I I almost wish that when they made the "A Night at the Opera" album, they would have just paired that and "Death on Two Legs" together, so I could have combined. Oh yeah. So I could have combined the two because at the end of "Death on Two Legs," like there's no there's no pause. It bleeds right into. Uh, lazing on a Sunday afternoon. And I love my car. Also, is another finalist. Oh, dude, I love, I love. That's a Roger. Yeah, Roger's moment. Yeah, I love, love that one. Um, Seven Seas Awry off the off the first album oh, uh, has always been a favorite of mine. It's just an Ooh, I- I- interesting little track. Um, Mustafa off of Jazz mm-hmm. uh, is it's it's the opening track. Um, it's just Freddie's vocals to start the song. It is. A very different song than than you're you're used to hearing from from Queen um, is on there. Uh, just a couple more. Uh, Hammer to Fall from the Works. Um, just a great a, song. Just great th- song. That song slaps, man. Um, and uh, Body Language off Hot Space is is one that was on my list uh, too. The videos. The videos weird too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, and, and I know you 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 were talking about um, you know at, at that point you know in the in the U.S. Uh, you know the the fans kind of turned on the band a little bit because they they uh, weren't afraid to p- kind of tell you who they were um, at right. that point and 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 Freddie wasn't so but uh, fantastic fantastic track always loved it there's some other I ones one, I know one about the Dutch also is one of those two also probably the other mainstream funny story about funny story about that song though I don't know if you know this they didn't want to release that, release that song at all yeah Michael Jackson told him to do it oh, okay he, he came he came into he heard the album was like you got to release a song. It ended up being the biggest hit of the career. That's awesome because he and he and Freddie were were very close. Pretty tight. They're pretty tight. Yeah. They're pretty tight. Um. But yeah. So, uh. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh. A, a fun list to build. Uh. It it got me to uh to dig yeah. back into the Queen catalog a bit. I hadn't Great. done it. Hadn't done it in a little while. So so always nice to hear. Uh. Hear some of my favorite songs there. Uh. Any closing thoughts, EJ? Uh. On the list. No, um, I mean, if I if I did this did this uh podcast in about a couple of years, I would probably there's a good chance that maybe some of these songs may not be here anymore, because again, some of these songs were my were not my favorites like three years ago, you know, <laughs> so it's one of those things where like they have such a fantastic discography and so much music that it's so fluid. That it can change at any time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like these are my ten that I felt at this moment that are my favorite ten. But again, that can change any time because I, like I said, some of the songs I mentioned here, you know, that, that didn't that make the cut, you know, could be could, was considered to be on there, you know. Like I said 39 was fantastic. Oh god. That's yeah, crazy. like and and here's the thing, like 39 could have even been higher. Uh, the, the the top yeah. five, like I said, the top five 
pretty much locked in. I have I have a hard time believing, even if I make this list uh, a year from now um, or two years from now, that that those five, especially the top three, I think the top three are a forever. Yeah, my three are def- my three of four, my, my top four definitely locked in. And here's the thing: the, the the funny thing is about you know having thank God it's Christmas at ten. You know, we're, we, you know, we built this list. I built this list in, in late August, early September. If I'm building this list in late November, early December, thank God it's Christmas, maybe higher on the list, uh, yeah, just exactly. because I'm in, I'm in the, uh, the Christmas mood. So, um, yeah. but, uh, you know, you know, you know also I, 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 um, flashes, flashes theme for flash Gordon. Oh, dude, the flash Gordon theme. That uh, was actually one of the, the, that might be the first queen song I ever heard. Okay. Okay. As a kid, not knowing was queen. Yeah, yeah that's that's, really, a, that's really a thing, man. There, and and there, there's 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 probably some other ones that people have heard that they don't necessarily realize is Queen if they if they don't know any better. But uh, but EJ, let people know uh, where they can follow you and 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 the things that you do. Obviously, we we've uh, known each other in this podcasting world for a very long time and yeah. uh, talk almost every day. Literally, we you know I talk to you more than I talk to friends that I live five minutes from. <laughs> Are you sick of me yet, dude? <laughs> I, dude, I've been sick of you since I met you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't blame you. My wife told me that all the time, Thursday. <laughs> all the time, trust me. No, um, this is this is awesome. I, I like I said, people know me for all my, my sports and all that. As I said earlier on top of the show, but you can argue that my my number one passion is probably music. Like music is a thing that tied a lot of my a lot of my passion together. Um, but yeah, Earth Speaker Podcast on all podcast catchers. Um. We do, we're doing a lot right now. Football season's here, so we're, we're very active right now. I'm also on a party of the Hold Up podcast with you every Tuesday. Man, man great time on that, man. I'm having a great I'm time. Having, I'm trophy. having more fun with that yeah. show than I've I've ever had this year. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, I'll be. I'm, I'm going to give a spoiler quick. I, I'm probably having more fun with that show than any show I'm doing right now. You know, some of my shows. It's awesome. It's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. The time, you know. Um, I'm back on Substack writing again. I'm trying to get back to my writing. I miss writing uh, for a couple of years. Uh, EarnestySpeaking.substack.com. Doing a, you know little blogs here and there once I can. Um, EJ Christmas Summit on Twitter. And other than that, uh, oh yeah, if you like wrestling, of course, Tithy Wrestling. You're also part of that show. You're a producer, so uh, that as well too. Um, beyond that, that's about it, really, man. Again, fantastic. We should find someone else to rank one of these days. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll come up with something. Uh, but you can, uh, you can always get me uh, at Big Jim Sports on Twitter. Uh, but you, know, you just subscribe to the show, all podcast platforms. Uh, you can, uh, you can reach us on Twitter at DWAN Pod and Facebook.com slash Discussions with the Nobody. Uh, yeah, EJ, glad having you, man. And uh, until the next one, take care. Bye.